and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 128, of which I've missed like 10 now. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Angie Stellar Smalls. Uh, we are recording on Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022, and I am joined by, apparently, this is news to me, Lord of BLP Entertainment, <laughs> James Halliday. <laughs> how are you going? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm pretty sure Chris just started adding that <laughs> as part of my moniker. He's but so funny. He's he so is. funny. Charming fella. Oh, really? He's He likes to build people up in that quirky sense and i love it <laughs> i absolutely love it yes okay so we'll get to the lowdown if you want to be a part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on please reach out to us either on twitter which is at mn gamers podcast or if you don't use twitter which you really really should um you can send an email the old-fashioned way i guess that's more old-fashioned nowadays podcast or to podcast at mostly there's also our website, which I need to update, but still go check it out anyways, because our, our newsletters are up there, mostly normal monthly at mngamers.substack.com. Back issues can also be found there as well. But do also, I don't know if people have been calling numbers, I think, I think John is in charge of this situation, or maybe we can check it too, but I know you can text this number and call this number to contact us. It's 507-291-2991. Okay, so what are we playing? What are you into? I have to be playing. I've seen screenshots from John of uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. Happy playing that. Oh, I am. I've, I've been playing a lot of it, and it's. <laughs> I really want to be playing other games too, but mm -hmm. there's just so much going on right now. So yeah, I've been playing lots of Horizon Forbidden West. I keep avoiding the the plot of the story because there's just so much in that game that I'm just I just want to go do. Oh really? So, like side quests and yeah, other like, things? Okay. I find a lot of the side quest writing is a lot better than the first one. And oh. yeah, like it's just I don't know, I just love all of the characters you run into and all their their sort of uh <laughs> their interactions and i just feel like some of their the just the side quest stuff is just so charming and down to earth because yeah. the plot of the game is so batshit crazy that it, it just it makes me very happy it's like b sci-fi movie bullshit and it's oh. really it's but it's really good and i'm i'm really <laughs> enjoying it but i also want to make this game last as long as i possibly can and I don't want to keep jumping back and forth between Horizon and uh, Elden Ring because oh, are you doing that one as well. Yeah, well, I was and I've kind of taken a break from Elden Ring just because I, I love the Souls games, but I really need to like separate my massive open world three third person adventure games because like, I don't know, I find myself like I'm playing uh Last of Us part, part Two on stream. I'm playing Horizon and I'm playing Elden Ring, and all three of those games have different dodge buttons. Oh, so that <laughs> makes things a little difficult if you switch oh. from one to the other. Then <laughs> I'm losing my mind when I'm playing. So, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let's just take a break from one. Let's finish the other two, and then I can move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. If if you like, like it's ever is like I've I've said this before, but if you like the first horizon you're going to like this one it's just that but better 
and more. And it's just, and it's absolutely gorgeous. So I, I love games that can bring this, <laughs> like you feel that you love the story, right? And the story's just, what's it, the touching for lack of a better word, yeah. almost where you kind of feel connected to it in a good way. Um, and, and also the side quests, if there are going to be any, they have to be good. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of having them versus yeah. just delaying the inevitable? Um, yeah. But are how are the the beasts, the mechanical beasts in there, this game? There is a lot of them. I feel like there's like they've doubled the amount. And oh, really? Got, like different much, kinds? Oh, yeah. There's like, okay. um, like there's like i think the new big one that like really just kind of like shook me when i first saw it was they had a uh spinosaurus version of of one and he's like the size of like the tremor tusk which is like the t-rex yeah and but he's just like he's got like a different movement he's got all these really ridiculous lightning attacks that where he just starts launching like these pillars of lightning through through the sky and i was just Shit. The first time I fought one, I was playing it so cautious. And then I realized like, oh, like this, this I could just do this and I can do that. And so they started taking um, I'm being a little braver when I'm encountering them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've got new flying ones. There's like a bat, which is like really nasty because he sends out like this pulse. Oh, while he... so annoying. <laughs> yeah, he sends out this pulse that like shuts down your like little scan device. So you can't scan them anymore and you can't. Well, great. Do... Yeah. So it's like, oh, my He's God. He's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> so it's good. No, I've been really enjoying a lot of the new monsters and they have like all the DLC monsters from um, the Frozen Wilds from the first game. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, like included, like not separate situation. Yeah. Yeah. They're just awesome. roaming around. I, uh, what are the Frost Claws, the bears? And now they have a grizzly version of the Frost Claws. Okay. See, uh, I didn't in the first game. I didn't even see that, so yeah. that tells you how far I really got into that game. <laughs> but that's the thing: was like those games. I felt like the first game, a lot of people I talked to have dropped off. They really enjoyed what they played, but it like overstayed their wel- its welcome just a little bit to the mm. point where they're like, "I have, I, I got to play other things, or I have other things in my life that I got to be doing." And then mm-hmm. coming back to it is not a priority. Well, and it's not easy too, yeah. really. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I think I turned the first game down to easy mode just so I could finish it because yeah. I was having trouble myself finishing the game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's this game. I've managed to keep it on normal. Like, I mean, normal is fine for me. I'm not. <laughs> it doesn't have to be too crazy, right? No. Uh, I've managed to keep it on normal the whole the whole way through so far. And I think I should be able to finish it on normal without having too much of a stressful time but every once in a while i'll just get one shot by some ridiculous attack oh geez yeah Yeah. and that's just how it happens too you know you're learning the mechanics of it all uh yeah i mean it sounds i i want to hear what john says to you one of these days about how he's like because he keeps taking like scenery pictures it's like yes a painting almost (laughs) like it's beautiful but um it's i'm really excited i wish um i wish i could play it <laughs> so I live vicariously through you both. Yeah. Well, I gotta. I, I got. I just gotta finish it. I know I've been holding it off, but I've. I just gotta buckle down and finish that game because there's so many good games out right now, and I can't play them. There, there are so many. Um, yeah. I didn't even get to finish Infinite 
which I love Halo. So there's yeah. like, I just took a pause on that. I didn't finish Halo 5. So like, I'm a little, what's the word? Um, I'm broken off from the story. Yeah. A little so disconnected. Yeah, thank you. Gosh, that's the word. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm not sure what, I know what's happening. I know about the story in general, but what piss, missing pieces are I need from five. Um, mm. Somebody told me, just go watch a YouTube video of it and you'll be fine. <laughs> you don't have to play five because it's shit. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I might do that. Who knows? Are you playing anything else though besides that? Oh, am I ever? <laughs> I, I I started up Tunic and I've been playing Tunic for the last week and a bit. And that's that's great. I got to play that because of Game Pass. And oh, fun. <laughs> I don't so I don't have an Xbox at all. But Game Pass, since I've gotten my PC, like I just bought like one of my friends old PCs and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm using that for streaming. But using that for Game Pass has been an absolute dream because I can just download the games. I don't have to like wait for their stuttering like to stop while yeah. I'm playing because that was my big problem with Halo is I was playing it essentially via the cloud. And so sometimes it would just get into this moment where it starts to stutter and slow down so so horribly yeah. that I, I just basically have to pause it and sit there for a minute while it catches up. Yeah, it's but, kind of annoying. But yeah, I've been playing Tunic and it's absolutely charming and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, this is really fucking hard. Well, really, I was going to say the aesthetics <laughs> oh. are very pleasing. I love oh, it. It's cute. It looks, it's very adorable. You're like, one of my favorite things is watching like the little fox as your character who's yeah. wearing like a little Legend of Zelda tunic. And <laughs> so cute. whenever he runs, he's got a little like quaff of hair that keeps flopping up and down. And I just fucking love it. <laughs> but, like on the front, in the front of his yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. And it, But it's hard. It's so hard. And I keep like dying over and over. And it's like Dark Souls made cute. No. And um, yeah, no, it's got a lot of like um, homages to Dark Souls, but it's also got a lot of like um homages to legend of zelda and i feel like it's like right on the cusp of both of those games yeah kind of a mix a good mix of the two yeah no it's really quite good it's just it's yeah i i keep getting stuck at these points and i'm like i don't think i'm supposed to be here yet and i've been collecting like these so essentially you run through the the game and you collect um these little pages that you find Mm -hmm. and they're pages to like an old like nes or super nintendo instruction booklet but they're not in order like you're piecing them together as you go oh that's so awesome and so you're getting like parts of like the world map sometimes it's information on enemies or items and whatnot but like the boss i found this boss finally of this one area and he's just kicking my like i can't do i'm doing nothing to him and Mm -hmm. i read the in the little manual it says oh going up against this guy try and have like like three attack upgrades, three health upgrades and three defense upgrades. And I was like, Oh, I'm in, I have two in all of those right now. So (laughs) I I am not supposed to be here yet. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been quite the, the, the journey. I'm really enjoying it, but it's, yeah, it's been kicking my ass. (laughs) Yeah. looks cute though. It's, and you're playing that through the game pass on PC. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So I just downloaded it to my PC and I've been playing it for the, $10, $12 $10, $12 a month that I've been paying for Game Pass. Which isn't that bad because you get a so slew good. of other games that you can play. 
Yeah, it's twenty dollars. Yeah, it's twenty dollars on PlayStation, and PlayStation you can only download like a few of the games. Boo. So, yeah. So hopefully, that's one thing they need to yeah. fix. Oh, a hundred percent. And I know they're supposed to be doing it with their what is it, Project Spartacus or whatever. Ah. So they're supposed to be doing this Game Pass equivalent, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to wrap up their PS Now and uh, PS Plus into one subscription. So hopefully they get their shit together because I there's there's a lot of really good games on PlayStation that I don't feel I feel like a lot of people pass on. But if they could just pay a subscription to essentially rent the game, I think they would do that. Yeah, I, I feel that's just I'm not I don't want to dog on PS PlayStation. Yeah, because they do have a lot of great games. Um, but that's one thing I think they need to fix is that is a little too much when you can only download a couple or a few games. Yeah, you know, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh goodness. Well, that okay. Cutely, little cutesy and yeah. little Horizon. So. Uh, my last game I've been playing is is new to me. So I've never played a Yakuza game. But last November, I had uh, I, I did the Movember thing. So I grew a mustache for Movember <laughs> and I donated. I think I made I raised about six hundred dollars. And part of it, I did 12 hour charity stream and I let um, I, I essentially auctioned off the ability to, to decide what game I'll play on stream next. Mm-hmm. And the person who won shows Yakuza. And oh. I've never played a Yakuza game. I, that's a lie. I, I played one on PS Plus. Or not PS Plus. PS Now or whatever. the stream Their streaming service. And I didn't understand it. I was so out of the loop. So I just I played maybe an hour of it. And I just jumped off. I think it was like the fifth one. So not really starting from scratch. No. But he says start with zero. Play it to completion. And I was like alright let's do it. And so we played it. And it's become super like it's everybody's favorite Wednesdays is everybody's favorite night because we're playing Yakuza on Wednesdays and last week I just completed zero so I just completed my first Yakuza game and holy hell (laughs) (laughs) I get it I get why people love these this series I will say the combat is the least interesting aspect of the game that would be okay why do you say that why do you say that I, it's just a brawler it's a beat-em-up and i don't really i get bored with it and it, like it is entertaining because like the the fighting styles that you get but i think most of it is like the weird stories that you get like there's a serious story which is the main plot but then there's all these like insane fun side quests like i got uh <laughs> we were walking down the street and a dominatrix asked me for help to like help her become a better dominatrix so i put her through like i was like all right let's like run see where this takes me so it's like this mini game of like selecting options for her to be a better dominatrix and how to improve her and stuff like that and then there's another one where some lady on the side of the road asked me to be her boyfriend so we could go to dinner and i could impress her dad and then it's like, so I'm being her fake boyfriend and a date. And I'm just like trying to select the right answers to impress her dad. And it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so it's between like the countless other mini games, like playing pool or doing karaoke or 
Um, oh, karaoke. <laughs> karaoke, a classic, um, which is just a rhythm game. Oh, yeah. uh, or running, like we were running a hostess club as one of them, and that was very popular. Everybody loved watching me, me uh, submit to like intense pressure of trying to get everything right at that club. Right. It's, I don't know, it, it was just so charming and enjoyable. And then by the end of it, the story was so intense that all I wanted to do was like, find out what happens in the story so yeah i i get it we beat the game i felt really good about it and uh i had like one of my viewers bought me like the most recent one on on steam but mm-hmm. then told me i had to play them all in order so i had to go out and get a I was say, so you have it but you had to wait to play it until yeah you play the <laughs> other ones so i was like all right so i i got a thankfully they have like a lot of packs like uh collections so i bought a collection for like less than 20 bucks okay that's not bad and it's like one and two so well technically it had zero already but i already bought zero so it's kind of (laughs) but it's 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 got the first for remakes of the first two games and then there's another collection which is three four and five and that's all for free on Xbox Game Pass. So I'll just be playing on that. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to play more Yakuza. I'm, I'm streaming more of it tonight. And I'm, I'm very excited. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. I think um, I think I think John has played them. Maybe even both Chris and John. Oh, obviously. yeah. Um, and I feel like they've talked about the series a couple of times before. Oh, gotcha. Or mentioned it a time or two. So it was interesting. I was interested to see what I, f- I figured this was probably the first one, but I didn't know for sure. Yeah. But that's awesome. Oh, boy. I'm excited to play more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently I have a whole series ahead of me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have been, well, with being gone, I um, had some things happen, so I just had to take a break from some stuff. So, but... Recently, I just felt like shooting some stuff up and blowing some stuff up and running people over with my car. So I (laughs) did that with GTA 5 for a while. Nice. It's, I've played this, this is like my third time playing the game. I love that game. It's such an awesome game. Do you play the single player or the multiplayer stuff? Okay, so (laughs) I've, I'm doing the campaign. Okay. that's by myself because the last time I've played online, it was a fucking shit show. <laughs> and I know they probably do that on purpose because, you know, it's you're you're supposed to play with friends or with mm. a group and then do like it's more fun to do missions. I've heard I haven't gotten to experience that because <laughs> I haven't had a said group. And I go in there and I die within two minutes because people are like, oh, there's a person just on the randomly on the road running away and I'm just going to kill them. And it's like, well, what the fuck? So is it just, just literally every player is just dropped into this or like however many people on a server are just dropped into this world and they just run amok? Yeah. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yep, basically. And if you have a group, you can, you know, you go off and you do a mission and then you yeah. can be by yourselves and do that said mission. Yay, yeah. fun times. But when you're by <laughs> your damn self, you're a target. You have a target on your back and you better watch the fuck out because 
Like, I've, like, you know, trying to retaliate because I'm, like, I'm just sick of dying all the time. So yeah. I try to retaliate, but I just still, you know, I kill people. I also die, and it's just, like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Sorry so, I brought, brought it up. <laughs> it's, no, I'm glad because, like, maybe, maybe if people – want to get on the gta 5 bandwagon with me and do a group mission maybe i would be more excited to do online play there you go with that one but until then i'm doing the story again it's super fun i actually was playing it a little bit earlier this evening um and i did have you played gta gta 5 i've not played the fifth one the last one i played was like the fourth one and i played very little of it like i played maybe a couple hours Oh, it, you have to play five when you have a moment. <laughs> Add that to your, your you know, repertoire. Okay. But um, it's a good, it's a good yeah. game. It's I like it a lot because um, the characters are each different in their own way, but they are hilarious in their own way. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, I just did this mission where we did a bank job in like the sticks, and oh, yeah. so before I like to prepare for said job, I had to. Uh, steal a military truck that had like military weapons and like a big machine gun and um, some heavy armor. Mm-hmm. Shit was insane. I killed so many cops. It was great. And like shot down a bunch of helicopters. There was like tanks driving after us. It was insane. So once that's over, it's like things try to deescalate a little bit, but then no, you go on to another mission where you're like, what, what did I, what was it after? that i think i then had to like i was stealing a train to steal gold that's cool like it the hard part of it is it's like i was on a dirt bike and you had to land the dirt bike on the train while the train (laughs) it's so hard i'm just not i like tried and tried failed died and I finally randomly made it. I didn't even know how I do that to be honest. And then you have to drive it to the front of the plane on, or in front of the train as it's still moving and curving around. So you have to like, you only have, you know, it's a train car. You, can, you only yeah. have so much space. And yeah. obviously there's spaces in between the train cars. So you're like bumping. It's, it's fun. But sounds like, it sounds like a wild <laughs> ride. I like that. I like the idea of a train heist. That sounds really fun. It actually, that it you know gets derailed over. I don't want to waste anything. You should definitely play the game. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's it's intense in spots. You and obviously, if you play GTA, you know, even in a little bit at any point, um, I'm sure you know you can like go to the strip clubs. You can get prostitutes. You can obviously you just kill people, run them over. You just uh, keep the cops away from you somehow. Yeah. That's why, like, that's my biggest experience. I played a lot of three, and what me and my buddies used to do is we we would play three, and we'd basically set a timer. As soon as we get to the five star or whatever the maximum stars, you set a timer to see how long you can survive for, Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. that's just what we would do all the time. I mean, if you have the arsenal and enough people, you might be able to just handle it for a little while. Yeah, that's insane. But um, yeah, so that's been a trip just to play that. Um, but I've also been playing Terraria. I don't know if you've heard of Terraria. Yeah. No, I, I've I've not played it, but I have a lot of friends who are big into it. 
It's, I like it. It's, it's yeah. pretty fun just cause I, you know, you can build your own house and you can build NPCs houses and just the exploring part of it and finding mm-hmm. the ore and making the different things or even finding cool with the fun part and kind of scary part is the underworld, obviously where hell quote unquote is. Um, but those little demons that fly <laughs> around are pretty intense yeah. But if you if you have enough armor and things like that, it's fine. But it's just like it looks like a magical circle that they fly at you. Just oh. mana usage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once where I'm at, I haven't I've played this game before and I've gotten to hard mode, which is like so there's pre hard mode and hard mode. And pre hard mode is just like your regular world where you have like a forest biome, you have a snow biome. Um, either corruption or crimson. So corruption's like this purple stuff and it oh, like yeah. grows and it's gross. Um, and the crimson is red. Oh, I, I don't like the crimson. That It's scary. I don't like the crimson. <laughs> Wait, so what, what does so, the crimson do that, that is different from the corruption? It's, I feel like it's a little bit more difficult, which I feel, I think that's correct, where they make it a little bit more difficult on purpose and they have... They're, and the enemies in the and the crimson are more scary than the ones in the corruption. Or maybe I'm just used to the corruption now, where oh. I can just like deal with it and they can go fuck off. Yeah. But um, no, the crimson. It's I don't know why I, I just don't like it. Just, you don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I had one world with it. I was like, mm, I'm done with this world. I'm gonna make yeah. a new world. Gotcha. So I can't do this anymore. But um. If you, I don't know, it, people, if they've played Terraria and they're listening to this, they, harpies, they're like these flying, they look cute, but they're like <laughs> flying little, I don't want to say gremlins, because gremlins probably aren't, isn't like a cute word, but they they look like, it has like a little doll face, and they're just like flying around in the, in the space, like in space or in the sky, if you get high enough, but then they shoot stuff at you it's i think it's like a feather or something but it's obviously damaging it it just ends up being so many of them after you once you get up high enough and they keep attacking you and they're so annoying i fucking hate harpies and i i I find high flying enemies in most games infuriate infuriating seriously (laughs) it's just like i i while i don't know the uh the pain of the harpies. Um, I know in Elden Ring right now, there is like, I remember encountering, a, there's a whole bunch of flying enemies and it just it drives me nuts trying to deal with them. So I, I can imagine that because it's a 2D platformer, right? So you're very yeah. limited on kind of uh, the, uh, I guess you go left or you mobility. go right. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, you, I mean, you can go up or down depending on if you have like certain potions or something, but even so it's just annoying and I just want them all to go fuck off. <laughs> but I feel like they make and in any game, I feel like they make the flying enemies more annoying on purpose. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like game but, developers. Yeah. They tend to be like weaker, <laughs> but they are usually hard to hit and yes. are always just in like just a pest they keep coming back no matter what right yep 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 yeah exactly like the little bats in the game too they're like 
You just go in like these weird circles. Uh, I fucking hate them too. Um, <laughs> but the other one, last one I've been playing a little bit of um, is Quake. Like the old school oh, nice. um, Quake. Which I grew up, like that was one of my first games um, on PC when I started playing games. And oh, really? It, I just, I loved it. Yeah, my dad had like four PCs. In his, at his house when I would go visit and we would play Quake or we'd play Doom oh, nice. or we would or we would play um, and this was on like online play that we would do a lot of for Quake but Doom would be just us playing you know the levels and stuff and otherwise it was Worms oh I love Worms I played a lot of Worms too but so Quake Quake the, just correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. Quake is is made by the Doom creator right like John Romero I'm pretty sure who that made Doom mm-hmm. he also did Quake what is the difference I I played more of Doom than I have of Quake and I haven't played a lot of Doom they're very similar they're okay. very very similar so there's really not much of a difference really gotcha. um basically the Quake that I'm playing it's it's just in a sense of Doom but it's mm, and even the weapons are similar it's it's just honestly I think like different maps and different names of things oh gotcha basically but it's i've been playing quake and the what i like to do when i'm going through these different maps different levels yeah i should say um i like to try to find the secret rooms or secret areas so they make it tricky like not the first few levels because you know they make it kind of easy to try to find them yeah um but after you know so many like they make it more difficult so you have to really think of how could they make something into a secret room so Mm -hmm. one of the levels i didn't find or i found one secret and that was it it was just like in the water there's a hole and you go up through the hole and oh look there's a room with ammo you found a secret room Mm -hmm. but I had to watch a video. I'm like, okay, this is really annoying because I ended the level and there there was like 39 total enemies in this room or in that level. Mm-hmm. And I only killed 38 of them. And I was like, okay, well, where the fuck is the other one? Because I took a full minute going back around that level, trying yeah. to figuring out what, where is this? I could hear it, but I can't get to it. So I looked up this video of where the secret rooms are and they were a little sneaky. One of the secrets is like, instead of going through the portal, like you normally would through like our teleport, um, like door. Yeah. Portal door. Anyway. So instead of going straight through it, you go behind it and go through it. Oh, like the opposite way. Really? <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I don't know why I didn't think of it, but as like, you know, whatever. So you go behind it and then it brings you to this new area and you get ammo you get a um a quake what is it it's like a power up almost where you get like you get double health and double damage dealt and like it's awesome oh cool so any anything you use is going to deal double damage any weapon you use um but then you get to this other room and there's the end the big monster and what he looks like like you know the abominable uh, abominable snowman from the uh the movie sure yeah well i don't know like like a real a real yeah abominable snowman (laughs) it's like a huge snowy beast right (laughs) yeah white but it's so he looks like that but with blood dripping from his mouth oh 
and fangs, and he shoots lightning at you. Like an abominable snowman would. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's very hard. Some, unless, like, you have to really dodge his lightning attacks because it will kill you in, like, two hits, I swear. Um, but no, so, like, it's interesting, like, trying to figure out, or, like, there's one other one where you have to, like, bump, hit the light switch a certain direction for it to be a secret versus just pressing on it or something, like, mm. at the earlier levels. It, uh, it makes you try to think, like, if I'm a developer, how would I make this tricky, but also not that difficult? I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's, hid, it's sort of hidden in plain sight, but you really have to think about it in a different capacity. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy. Yeah, no, I, I remember a bit of that in uh in doom but uh, like i said like it's uh, doom was always a game i played with i would go over to a friend's house and play doom i never had Mm -hmm. doom like i have the new dooms like uh 2016 and Mm -hmm. doom eternal and those are fun i don't think i've beaten either of them but i have like i played a lot of each of them just enjoying the worlds but their secrets were even in that game and that's a modern game their secrets are hard to find and then uh yeah, I remember the old ones. It's like, yeah, you just it it's playing with the the weird like sort of poly, polygonal walls that you would mm-hmm. stare at and stuff like it all looks the same, but suddenly like if oh, if you turn at this angle, it's actually a an open alcove that you can walk into. You just don't normally see it because of Yeah, you how, have to be in the right area. Yeah, it's Oh, it's a lot. But it's it's great. <laughs> you know, I, it's I keeping my you. mind busy. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm just going to play some of this. Do something else. Because gotcha. killing monsters sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, <sighs> I, I understand that appeal. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, basically what I've been playing as of now. But um, let's jump into the news. There, Chris has thankfully and awesomely, awesomely gave us uh, some news stories to talk about. Um, where yeah. shall we start? Um, we can just start from the top one, I guess. Yeah, why don't, why don't we talk, so, talk more about <laughs> secret walls? Oh my, right? Yeah, bringing that, <laughs> diving right into this. But this one... And I've seen a video of this, and I before the, before I read this article. So it's an article um, from IGN by George Yang. Um, Elden Ring fans discover a secret wall that only opens after fifty hits, like exactly <laughs> fifty hits. And I mean, I'm thankful reading this that I only have to like press a light switch upward to give me my secret room versus hitting yeah. it fifty times. Yeah, that's insane. I, I can't. Like, does it damage your weapon? No, the, the Elden Ring. I mean, that's a good thing. In but. the past, Elden Ring, uh, or sorry, not Elden Ring, Dark Souls have had like weapon durability, but okay. in Elden Ring, it is not existent. Um, okay. I think I saw. Yeah, I saw the video on uh, Twitter. I think some <laughs> one <laughs> somebody posted on there, and I remember looking at it and being like, "This isn't real. This is like." a scam or something like that that's what i and thought <laughs> it's insane yes. 50 times 
I was like, yeah, right. They're just doing this just to fuck around and yeah. just be weird. But no, it's it's uh, for real. Oh man. Oh, man. The, the, wor- the worst part about it is I've walked into so many spots playing Elden Ring where somebody has said like secret wall. Um, and then like it's gotten so many upvotes and I'll like start hitting the wall. Nothing works. All right. Walk off. Clearly, they're just a, a troll. So now I don't know. I'm not going to know what's a troll. <laughs> what's a real because Hit that wall 50 times and find <laughs> out. Oh, my <laughs> God. But how long does that like? I mean, I guess it can't take too long for that no. to actually happen. 33 seconds. So but still like. Yeah. Uh, sounds it's, it's so bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry for you. Or did he speed this up? Or is that really? It's, I think it's the, I think the video was sped up. The one that I did watched. Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent sped up. I just, okay. Well then it has, then it takes like a minute. It takes like a minute or more to do yeah. that. It, like Are you playing a game, that's going to be a long time. Two minutes in front of every wall that you encounter. Or longer, depending yeah. like, could this be an area? Could this yeah. wall be an area? Like, God, that's, that's a cheeky addition. I think it's cool, right? Like it's, as long as it's not, uh, like pivotal to like the game i think that's totally fine like hide your secrets that's cool yeah and that, that... also if there's good secrets in there yeah absolutely. like don't just give me like a health pack or something silly <laughs> like i want more like give me gold bars or some shit mm-hmm. like that room looked pretty cool so i'd be like okay sure yeah might be worth the 50 hits i guess yeah but oh my goodness that's a lot that is that's too too many <laughs> still too many (laughs) and elden ring okay um because i've been like lost off the earth for a minute here elden ring is also on like you can play it on xbox as well right not just playstation all consoles except for switch (laughs) well that's fine yeah that's cool okay that's cool though so that's maybe that's something i should like mosey around in and like figure it out have you played much of the the souls games no i keep hearing about it though from chris and john so yeah it's, I feel like I should. Maybe I, I don't know if I should play like any of the Souls games first. Or, and I then think this? you're fine playing Elden Ring first. My like if okay. you had played them before and had some sort of aversion to them. Elden mm-hmm. Ring is literally just big Dark Souls. And as long as you like the kind of the base, like sort of like progression or the way it plays in Dark Souls, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. The the trickiness, like the trickiness is like it's fairly ambiguous where you what you have to do and where you have to go in elden ring they do a little bit more guiding you and so that's i know a lot of people have been appreciative of that but they also don't and so like in typically in a dark souls game you have like you start off on a path and you've got like three or four branching directions you can kind of go and you go in one of those directions, you bang your head against a wall, you try another direction, you bang your head against a wall. Like you, you, you have to like experiment. With Elden Ring, it's pretty yeah. much like you're just smack dab in the middle of the world and then it just says, go. And so you're, at the very least, you've got like these guiding lights that kind of point you where you want to go. But as soon as yeah. you get to a boss, if if you can't beat the boss, you just go off somewhere else because the world's so big and you can just explore and do whatever. And I find it's very forgiving. Like you, you got fast travel right off the bat. It just takes, you can go at any point. You don't have to work for it or collect things to be able to fast travel. No, you just, 
go That's into cool. the, the map, you collect, uh, you click on one of the past uh, little spots of grace or whatever. Those mm-hmm. are your save spots, essentially, where you level up and everything. And you just warp there. I think you need to play, for, like, you have to meet some lady first who's like, you meet her in the first couple hours. So it's, well, not, bad. it's not, it's not terrible. But as soon as, like, you meet her, she gives you uh, your mount. She gives you the ability to level up. And then she gives you the ability to, like, fast travel. And then you're pretty much just left to your own devices and you progress the story as you see fit. You progress NPCs storylines by completing quests for them. Like, and it's not quests like you would play in horizon or in Assassin's Creed or any of those open world games. The Mm -hmm. quests are literally like, Oh, Hey, um, they'll mention something like kind of like, Oh yeah, I'll go like one of the guys he, (laughs) I talked to him. He's like, yeah, go to the, um, um, the cave by the water or whatever. And I was, he's like, I'm going to go get, he's like, you help me out. So I'm going to go get, go get you something from my, my cave. Um, I hope my, like, like essentially my, my kin doesn't like kill me for coming back or something like that. But he's like, I promise I'll bring you something back. And he leaves. And I went to a cave where I thought he would be not there. Went through the whole cave, whatever. Chris ended up telling me, oh, you went to the wrong cave. And so hours later, I go to this cave and I find him all beat up in the cave. And he's telling me like, oh, yeah, he got beat up. Go run away. Don't don't stay here. They'll get you, too. And then like so you can go do that mission and then you come back to him and you can give him some medical supplies so he can heal himself. And then you'll find him later. Some I'm presuming somewhere else in the game. But like. Dark Souls, it's always been like, you don't get an icon telling you, hey, there's your mission. Go do the mission. It's it's you kind of happen across these stories. Right. So it's a very fluid, very um, um, not like not invasive. It's not like you have like a new mission that you have to go do. It's just like, hey, since I'm in the area, maybe I'll go check out what that one NPC was talking about. Okay, well, that's cool that it's more yeah. forgiving, um, especially if yeah. somebody just wants to jump into it versus, you know, me, like yeah. not, like me, not playing any of the Souls games yet. Yeah, it's an excellent jump on point for the Souls series. Um, my So far, it hasn't topped Bloodborne for me, but oh, okay. I, I love Bloodborne. Like I, and I have a huge fondness for the first Dark Souls as well, but Bloodborne is probably still my favorite. But I admittedly have not played a ton of Elden Ring. I've only played like, I don't know, like 30, 40 hours of it, <laughs> which is, which is nothing. It's it really, that's what's so funny. It really is nothing, but yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of time, but yeah. to the game, it's like, you're yeah. just beginning. Yeah. You're I'm, just beginning. I'm, st- I'm still in the first area and I've like fully, pretty much fully explored the first area. And I'm, sort of venturing out now and so yeah, yeah. It's, it's good okay well that's go elden ring for making yeah. secrets yeah <laughs> no it's cool i like it though it's it's bringing homage i think a little bit rupert sorry um okay <laughs> my dog um okay so next oh my goodness so because we mentioned that elden ring is not on the switch but what you can do on the switch now with this new update i think update what 4.0 yeah 
for sorry for 14 point yeah. <laughs> so with this new update you can create folders on your switch yes yay i guess like who the fuck cares i mean you don't and that's the thing on here you also it's not on your like on your home screen you have your games or whatever but yeah. you have to scroll to all software to find your folders anyway so yeah. is there really a point to it maybe uh, maybe not uh, some people might like it to, if they have a lot of games on there I don't well, know. I have so many games on my oh, Switch. <laughs> so then this might be useful for you? It might be useful. It's very funny, though, because like I've never really had a problem sifting through them because <laughs> you go to your like all software and it's all in alphabetical order anyway. Right, so, so you just, can just like... Yeah, scroll to what I need. But yeah. I understand there's like some people that really like putting things in boxes that this is totally for them. <laughs> I like an organization person that's like i need this here i need this here yeah well and for me it's like my my organization with my like physical games is alphabetical so it, the fact that they already like organize it alphabetically is just like eh, i'm perfect <laughs> i'm already happy with it but i understand <laughs> why some people would like to be able to do like all of their party games or all of their mario games in one spot or uh or Zelda the, games, put yeah. their favorites in the little column. Or all the indie games that they love. Yeah, I know, yeah. I've, I've seen some people putting them into boxes like uh, currently playing, uh, need to finish, and... <laughs> that's actually, I didn't think about yeah. that, but that's a good idea. Yeah. Having, like, yeah, having it grouped off so, you, so you're not tempted to jump into a game that you haven't, <laughs> when you haven't finished, like, four of them. Yeah, no, that's actually, um, I didn't think about putting it that way. So that might be helpful. Um, but still, you have to scroll to the all software situation to get yeah. to said. I mean, if I don't see why, like, they wouldn't put your, if you made groups, you know, yeah. put maybe your most, sorry, hold on. <laughs> My dog does, like, the zoomies, but, oh. like, in, in circles <laughs> sometimes. Like on the bed or on a chair or on the couch, and I'm in I'm in our study, and he just decided to go crazy on the chair, like did zoomies on her like little it's a little leather chair, and he did little <laughs> circles on it, and the chair's like tipping over because he's like forty pounds. Oh no! <laughs> there you go. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, um, but anyway, so I would imagine like. If you're on the Switch, you have your home screen. If you have your last maybe one or two played games and then you have your groups, mm -hmm. I would like that more Yeah. than having to go on all software and then having my groups there. But I guess maybe this is like a trial run. Maybe they could do an update later to yeah. see what pe more people think about it. Yeah. I, I, I think they're going to have a lot of positive responses to this yeah. because uh yeah have just it's funny it's it's such an easy thing to add right like to yeah. i mean i would assume and, right <laughs> and that's <laughs> why oh i didn't mention this is from uh twinfinite i believe that's how it's pronounced uh dot net from rebecca stone uh mm. but yeah after five years of the release is what she's mentioning like it's so easy like you said to mm -hmm. to do this why not do it earlier but maybe they just didn't think about it or maybe people were asking about it and they're like okay here boom boom it's nin Nintendo. They never make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. They 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 march to the beat of their own drum, and they're proud of it. So, despite yeah. 
despite a lot of people being like, why are you doing this? Just, just like their whole shutting down their, 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 uh, old virtual console shops. And, uh, and everybody's just like, well, put it on the switch so we can buy our games again on the switch. Yeah. seems like a, a no brainer, but they don't want to do that. No. Why would you do that? Yeah. That's just silly. Uh, let's, I think. Oh. oh. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, that was my water. I dumped my water a little bit on my oh. phone. That's fun. It's waterproof, I think. No, we're uh, fine. Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so with the next news story, um, so uh, Sony buys Haven Studios, and this is from GameDeveloper.com, written by Chris Kerr. So... Sony buys Haven Studios, the Canadian developer formed by Jade Raymond. That doesn't yeah. sound familiar to me, and it should. But I Jade, guess Jade Raymond was the she was one of the first creators of uh, the Assassin's Creed series, as well as Watch Dogs. So she actually worked with oh, Ubisoft really? for a while. Yeah, and then she got bought up, or she didn't bought, bought up. She got um, hired by Google. When they were doing their Stadia as like a... Oh, that's right. I remember this. That was one of their big acquisitions that she was going to create, like head a team and create Stadia exclusive games. But then when Stadia did nothing for the first year and floundered, uh, she jumped ship and uh, created her own company, which was Haven Studios. Good for her. That's right. I totally forgot all about that until you sparked my memory. That's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really good getting like, because that's always the, the, the crutch of starting a studio is like, where are you, mm-hmm. where are you getting your money? Yeah. And unless you've got like a, um, somebody like producing your, your games for you, you're pretty much banking on like your own, into, like your own money because yep. you haven't made a game yet. Currently Jade, Jade Raymond has been in for the last like five or six years made what vaporware nothing just ideas and so uh it's nice to see that she'll be getting like so sony is uh known for their major first party uh games so by purchasing haven studios we know that they're gonna back her and they're she's gonna be able to produce something finally Good. Well, good. That's fantastic. I can't wait to see what she decides to, her and her team, not yes. just her, but her yeah. and her team decide to bring out. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm excited. Oh. No, sorry. That would be good. Um, awesome. Well, good. I'm, that's actually a really great thing, especially, you know, because being a female in the industry, it's already be already difficult. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, Unfortunately, there's other studios having some issues. Yes. So from gamesindustry.biz from Brendan Sinclair. Brendan, yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I hope I am. Um, So Moon Studios uh, developers are accusing founders of poor management, bullying, and unprofessional behavior. So that's kind of effed up. um, Because the... So... It's mentioning that there's a number of current and former employees at the studio behind Ori and the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and they collectively described an abusive work environment led by two founders who did not hesitate to bully and 
demeaned their employees, which is kind of fucked up because those are the two most like cute and heartfelt games of them all. And then this height happens behind the scenes to yeah. the developers. Like what the fuck? I it's why it's, it's always the, it's so funny because we hold all these developers up on these standards yeah and uh we are like oh because they've created these great games we love them they can't do any harm but the reality is like a lot of these companies are what they're just that they're companies right so yeah yeah it's a shame to find out that hey guess what the founders are assholes they're they're horrible but i think it's we shouldn't like hold that over the entire studio we should just we should be picking out the founders thomas Mahler and uh Gen, oh god, Kennedy Gen- Coral, Coral, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The these are the 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 people that are uh, like causing problems at the company, right? It's yeah, not- no, and that's the thing that it's not like the whole. You're right, like it's not the whole place yeah. that's just a shit show. It's just these two seeds of shit that yeah. are planted in there, and they're just causing an asshole ruckus, I guess. Yeah, like I for the my knowledge of Moon Studios is m- most of it beyond just Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in mm-hmm. the Will, Will of the Wisps is uh, see I was a huge fan of the uh, the developer his name is Milton Gwosti and oh. he created uh, I, I followed him for years as he created uh, AM2R which is another Metroid Two remake. And it was an unofficial Nintendo Metroid 2 remake release that he put out on the internet and, of course, got shut down immediately by Nintendo. But it is still one of the one of the best Metroid games I've ever played. And he put so much passion and love into that project. And it took him like eight years to make. Um, and he had a small team of collaborators with him. But when he uh, took it down and... Uh, um, he actually got offered a job at Moon Studios and he started working on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So he got a job out of it. So to hear that he went to the studio and the studio has been bullying and harassing, it's like my heart kind of goes out to the, these devs that are passionate. Seriously? They mm-hmm. want to make games. They, they're making games because they love it. And to hear them, um, the that like their bosses are... Um, said are said to have made a habit of hiring talented people to work at the studio and then introducing them to the team by tearing down their previous work on shit games. This was a quote from the article, which is just, yes. What? Why would you do that? Oh, fuck. Just people are just, they blow my mind. They like, I can't Siri, fathom I what you gain by making your employees feel like shit. They feel that everybody else is inferior to them. Yeah. Which is the problem. So, yeah. uh, Just fucking call out these bosses. Make sure that this shit doesn't... Yeah, every time. If you are ever being treated poorly in any workplace, make sure to call out your bosses. And another important thing, discuss how much you make with your coworkers who are working in the same area as you. Because, oh, really? You suggest that? Oh, 100%. It's, how else are you going to find out that, oh, so-and-so is doing the exact same job as you is making $3 more because they're a male and you're a female? 
or maybe you're a person of color or like it's discuss your wages because it's yeah it's the way the um doing that you are going to be able to make your employers accountable for um the way they the way they if you're being doing the same job as somebody else you should be being paid the exact same as the person who's being paid the most I, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Especially like you said, if you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like, don't. I'm not saying like, oh, hey, you're you're working in accounting, and then somebody else is directing the game. They should be making the same. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that if you're uh, both, um, say, like, I don't know, animators on the animation team, and the person beside you is making, I don't know, like ten dollars more than you are. That's significant, or you know, yes, it yeah. is. I don't know. I I, I don't like, know well, how where's much. Where's my extra ten bucks? Yeah, exactly. Um, I say this as a person who sat <laughs> in front of my boss and got a forty-six cent raise, <laughs> which was just absolutely embarrassing. After how long? A uh, two years. That's fucked up. Yeah, I I I. I <laughs> I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been told that I should probably be packing up my stuff, but um, I'm too. <laughs> I can talk the talk, but I don't walk the walk very well. Do you like your job? Uh, not, Besides not especially. Your... <laughs> not really. Well, then yeah, fi- stay where you're at. Find <laughs> something else in the meantime, yeah. and then know your so know your worth too. Yeah. Yes, you know? I, I know I should. I And I think the problem is I, I know I'll just find another job that is pretty much. Uh, I don't know. It won't. It's it's not stuff. I'm not doing stuff that I'm passionate about. So I feel like no matter where I go, I'll I'll just kind of feel the same about it. But what I, if you find something that you're passionate about? Oh, in that case, I'd be gone in a blink of an eye. It's just a it's just a matter of getting uh Hired in a creative field rather than doing health and safety for construction management companies. <laughs> wah, um, wah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of threw off topic here. But yeah. yes, I, I feel like you're right. Call out these people. If you have them in your like similar situation, you know, just yeah. call them out if they're going to act like this. Because that's fucked up and they don't they don't deserve to be on their high horse like yeah. that. 100%. Put them down. Can't happen. Them down. <laughs> Maybe not literally, but yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so little bit. I mean, and I would say lighter note, but maybe not because it's Suicide Squad. The name is very dark and grim. But Suicide Squad uh, killed the Justice League. The game from uh, this report from Twinfinite. Is it Twinfinite? Twinfinite. Twinfinite. Dot, yeah. <laughs> Twinfinite.net by Chris Jex. Um, so the Suicide Squad game killed the Justice League delayed into 2023. And we've heard this before that these games get delayed for this reason and that reason. And I never get upset. No, with 100%. them delaying the game. Because, yeah. I mean, if a game that I love, I'm like, oh, I really want to play this game. Yeah, I'm going to be like frustrated. I can't play it sooner. But it doesn't mean I don't want them to rush it either. Like, I am... So I don't know if you know, I have a background in programming and I'm reading this game programming book. And if you knew how long it takes to even do a little bit of code, I know there's like, there's like these things called the, 
a standard library that they could copy some things from. But if you want the little bits of the, you know, character, the side things and all of this stuff to actually happen and function properly, give them the time that they need. Oh, 100%. They, they need that time. And they the, the quality assurance too. those people, they shouldn't be demonized or like stepped on either because they are they they don't just play the game like yeah this is fun i'm playing the game for my job it's like they have to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. different times to see if there's any way that it could be laggy or that there's a glitch somewhere and if you want your game to work more flawlessly then let's say maybe that cyberpunk did god let's (laughs) let's give them their time and let them do what they need to do yeah Take, take all the time you need to make the game that you want to share with the world. Um, right. I I will never be disappointed with uh, with delays because it always it, it means people don't have to crunch. I mean, unless unless you're cyberpunk. I know, and I don't I don't know. I was I don't know why they felt like they needed to rush or like bring it out when they did, or maybe they're just like oh, let's just see what happens, and it yeah. just failed and not how they thought it would go. I don't know. But anyway, back to Suicide Squad. Um, people, if you do go to this um, article, again, from Twinfinite by Chris Jex, the picture of uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like, the because it, it was Margot Robbie that played Harley yeah. Quinn, right? It l- looks kind of like, her facial features kind of look like her a little bit. Like, if you do, you know. I, I feel like she looks a lot like Elena Bonham Carter in this picture. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. If you scroll down, oh, sorry, to the tw- if you go to the Twitter post, it looks oh, like Margot Robbie's. If you go to the top of the Twinfinite article, they've got a banner, and she looks like Elena Bonham Carter. I think the opposite. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I only seen like I didn't actually watch watch the. I've seen a lot of um, trailers and stuff. Mm. So I could be totally wrong, but. That's good. They should definitely check it out. I want to know what you guys think. I mean, if uh, Rocksteady has proven themselves to be very competent at making superhero games, so I think yeah. this is going to be a banger. I just, um, and oh, yeah. I just you gotta you gotta give them time. Yep. Yes, I I totally agree. Give them time. They'll make it make. They'll make it happen. Um, real quick, I want to touch on. Um, we Chris had also gave us a couple of. Um, links to some news stories about um you know things that are happening in ukraine the devastating things that are happening in ukraine right now and um there are some gaming companies that that are helping with supporting them in a sense of like getting some relief funds over to them as much as possible so um from ign here by adam bankhurst epic games and xbox to donate two weeks of Fortnite proceeds to support humanitarian relief for Ukraine, which is freaking awesome. And there's an update underneath here that says Fortnite payments hit the 50 million mark in three days. That's fan fucking tastic. It's phenomenal. Just and that's I, th- three days of. That's, mm-hmm. Sorry, three days, and they make yeah. 50 million. Yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. I mean, how many homes were destroyed? How many people yeah. are like in other countries right now that had to flee from their homes, you know, with animals, babies, like 
elderly, I mean, they can't move that fast, right? They're just trying to do what they can. But then the people that are there that can be there and they're just, they're strong as hell. They're the strongest people I know at this point. Yeah. They're just, I'm glad. I'm happy that this is happening. Same. I'm so happy this is happening. Um, and that's, and that's a company putting their money where their mouth is, right? right. Like they're saying they stand beside, stand by the Ukrainian uh, people. Well, mm-hmm. and they just dedicated essentially what it was a two weeks worth of Fortnite mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Which is, and this is only three days and they've made 50 million. That's, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's going to be what at the two week mark. Yeah. That's, it's going to be awesome. I, I'm going to keep, I want to keep an eye on this and see where it ends at. Mm-hmm. Cause that's fantastic. Uh, the other thing that's going on over at tumblebumble.com, um, they are doing a stand with Ukraine package situation you pay at least $40 you can donate more which it looks like based on what was already donated or what the people have already bought in this purchase button people who have purchased this bundle um, raised almost 15 million dollars so people have paid either at least 40 or a little bit more than 40 dollars for this bundle Mm. Um, but it's 124 items and it looks like I mean, Back for Blood's on here, Spyro Trilogy, which I know a lot of people were into for a little bit there. Fable Anniversary, that's one of my favorites. Um, one that I tried, too, The Long Dark, which is an interesting game. There's, like, the sports games on here. There's a lot of good indie games, it looks like, as well. I really think this would be a good idea for people to purchase. Just, to, I mean, if you do the minimum $40 for 124 things, like, that's mm-hmm. awesome such a great deal oh absolutely i love it i love the fact that people are doing these i've seen a couple like i i purchased the itchio bundle uh but the fact that they've got like some big name games like you mentioned sunset Mm -hmm. overdrive from insomniac which is the uh a lesser known like it's well known but it's it's lesser known than their spider-man game that they've put out but the fact is like this is still like critically acclaimed Sunset Overdrive is in this bundle. So awesome. Check it out. Definitely, definitely check it out. All right. Well, I I really hope people I just I'm so happy. I'm so happy that the gaming community is coming together for for the force of good and not just to bully each other. (laughs) Absolutely. So that it kind of shuts down that one article. And it's not just the article. I'm shutting down the two people that are causing the issue within that that um company or that studio yeah but anyways um another lastly we have a mostly normal question somewhat it's from i believe uh james it was from you said g4 on twitter yeah i saw g4 posted on twitter last week so and i figured that was it was a good question so yes so this question is what is your favorite underrated game yeah. And I want people to text in or call in and let us know or hit us up on Twitter at Mostly Normal Gamers um, and let us know what your most, what your favorite underrated game is. What is yours? Uh, I'd have to pick Killer7. It's a Suda51 game that was released in, I think it's 2006. If I'm, I'm, this is off the top of my head, but it, it's, it was weird. It was, it was very violent. It was cell shaded. <laughs> And it was like a first person shoot. It was like third person slash first person on rails shooter. Yeah. And but like you controlled where you move throughout the level, and you played seven different characters that you would swap in and out of um, on the fly. 
and they all had different powers and weapons and abilities. And the story was just bonkers. But like, if you followed it, there is like a story, but it seems like nonsense for most of it. But I just, I loved the creativity. Like all the enemies are invisible and you have to scan them when you hear them laughing to find them. And then you have to shoot them in their weak spots. It, it was, it's just a wild game. Um, the art style of that game is partially why I loved it, but I also love like just the characters and the sort of like weird situations throughout the game. I think like one of the bosses you go through a town and you like have to collect essentially like keys to get to his like big office building and when you get up to his big office building you walk through it and find out it's a giant cardboard cutout of an office building and his real office is just a trailer in the desert what it's just wild his name is andre almeida i'll never forget he's like one of the uh just every once in a while i think of his lines from like because he's just got these wild and crazy lines and the way he talks is it's good i love that game so much and yeah i don't think enough people have heard of it or played it but i honestly haven't heard of yeah. it but and it sounds interesting if there's seven different characters that you switch and switch through yeah and they're and they're all very peculiar like one is a deaf kid who moves really fast and uses uzis and another okay. guy's like an albino guy who can like essentially i believe he turns invisible and it, it's just very they're very interesting characters um the story uh, the story is nuts but yeah he's the suda 51 the guy who directed it he's the one who who created like the no more heroes franchise oh okay and so it's from like it the no more heroes is a little more mainstream from his like wild and wacky mind but yeah. uh Killer Seven is one of like the out there ones, and I strongly recommend anybody who's into s- games that are definitely challenge the conventions of mainstream. This is this is a game that you should play. That would be the one. Yeah. Well, the one I can think of, uh, I, I mean, off the top of my head, it's very. It's not anything like there's no story or anything like that. It's Trials. It's a um, it's a dirt bike game where you it's like a different maps that you have to try to maneuver your bike around or in. It's um, is it two D? It's a I guess two and a half D oh, world yeah. almost. Anyway, so you have to like go through obstacles and um, it's about a little bit of physics in like simulated physics, obviously, of mm-hmm. like the world. So you have to try to figure out. Like one of the level or one of the um, challenges you can do is like you have a bunch of these bombs that, that you have to carefully transport through this air, like through um, what is it called? Like a course, and you have to, like you can't. They have to. They can only bounce around a little bit. If they bounce around mm. too much, you blow up and you die. So you have to like be very careful. You can't go too fast. You can't break too hard. It's very meticulous a little bit some i don't know these courses are pretty crazy pretty interesting but i like it it's oh, nice. just something random to play when you're just bored i guess and you don't want to do hitting a wall 50 times or something. 
<laughs> yeah no absolutely i i think i i have like if it's the i should look it up but if it's the one that i have in my mind i think i'm from i know what you're talking about yeah it, i mean it's an older game but it's fun with one of those just mindless playing games but oh yeah oh we, is it a, is it a series yeah yeah oh, okay. there's a series i i like the first one better i always like the first things of series because i feel like they're better but it depends on the series yeah but yes it is the first the first one that i like the best nice but um we i think have hit our mark so let's do the outro <laughs> <laughs> okay and i want to i think i said that i don't know why i'm messing up my words today but the twitter handle is mn gamers podcast i think i said mostly normal gamers but it's mn gamers podcast for twitter so that does it for our show today, and I appreciate everybody joining in this week and listening to us banter about hitting walls and listening to assholes that are bosses sometimes. <laughs> but you can find me, Angela, um, at Stellar Smalls on Twitter. Um, where they can they find you? Uh, at Butlord Primus on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tw- sorry. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. I know it's the most mature name I could have thought of. <laughs> Um, but you have to keep it now. You really have to. You can't change it. I know. Just... I had my my Twitch was at Butler Prim- or twitch.tv slash Butler Primus, but I felt I had to like at least have one thing that wasn't completely immature. So my, <laughs> you can watch me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash BLP Entertainment. That's where it is. BLP Entertainment. <laughs> All right. And uh, if you want to contribute to any of the content, you can. You can um, let us know on Twitter, if you would like, at MN Gamers Podcasts, or uh, send us an email, podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter as well, Mostly Normal Monthly, at mngamers.substack.com. And uh, leave us a five-star review if you feel most inclined to do so. Um, feel like if you listen to our banter for the full almost hour, that maybe worth the five stars maybe not yeah um so that's any that's our show for now but go play some games go have fun and support the good people of ukraine whenever you can bye bye